Welcome to the DYB show. That's what it's called for now, but this one's going to be more fun and who knows what to expect. And I actually have a button to cue my own theme music this time. So yeah, we've got... Uh, for this show, it's me, Lee, you might remember me, from The Conspiracy Show, and my co-host is going to be Dylan. You've met hello. him, too. Say hi. Oh, I said hello. Hello. Okay, we'll say it one for a third time. Uh, hello. Oh, hey. <laughs> and we also have my friend Aaron. He was on some of the, the real talk thingies we did. So, Aaron, say hi. Hi. But yeah, we're just going to... It's going to be all over the place. Did you see the the Weather Channel video? Which one? No, what happened? What, if you know what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm talking about. I don't. <laughs> I, yeah, I have no idea. So Weather Channel was covering the hurricane, Hurricane Florence. And you've got this guy in this huge raincoat, and he's, like, struggling against the wind, standing there and stuff. And then, like, two guys just kind of casually walk by in the background. Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> oh, no. So check the video out. It's hilarious. <laughs> and I've seen uh, a bunch of people making uh, videos, making fun of that, too. But it's ridiculous. It's so stupid. Like, I don't know. I mean, it makes sense why they do it. Because, like, they want the views and they want the money and... You know, if it's not, like, a big storm, no one's really going to be watching it. But, like, come on now. That's pretty ridiculous. They hyped it up, though. Maybe that's why. It's like, oh, this is going to be the worst hurricane ever to hit. And then it hit it, like, Category 1. So I guess they... I'm start- yeah, I'm starting to think. And, like, not to discredit, like, the damage that it did. Because uh, I'm sure that the people who's, like homes are flooded and stuff are like, damn, that was the worst hurricane I've ever been through. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I will say on top of that, like, have you guys noticed where people, they're like, I feel like I'm really being, tra- like, they're trying to make me very interested in things and like the sky, if that makes sense. Like, when, where did super moons and stuff come from? I don't ever remember there being a super moon until like 2013. Yeah, I didn't know it was a thing either. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I just started hearing the term around them, but like, I don't know. I mean, they always show up every now and then. They just like look really big, but like, it's not a big deal. It happens, like, all the time. <laughs> now, it's, it's weird. Correct me if I'm wrong. The moon is always the same distance, right? And it always faces the same uh, way. So, like... I th- does it have an elliptical orbit? I, don't, I, I thought it had an elliptical orbit. So That's that would it. mean where sometimes it would be... I'm sure it's not perfectly circular. I mean, I don't know. I have I mean, no idea. No, I don't think anything in nature is, like, per- absolutely, like, perfectly perfect. Except me. I really don't know. (laughs) 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 Oh, I still don't have the laugh track. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) No, I've got the soundboard working. I just, it didn't come with pre-sounds. Oh, really? So I tried to find some. But yeah. So you're saying we're. And it won't be. I mean, it'd be really funny because you, me, and Aaron could hear the laughing going on. (laughs) (laughs) Still have no idea. (laughs) Could play it after. Are we laughing? (laughs) Are we laughing? (laughs) Laugh right now. (laughs) 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 I'm always late. (laughs) Um, going back to that hurricane real quick. So like right when it got downgraded to, and and also I haven't been following it all that much because it's just another hurricane to me, but like. Uh, once it got like 
downgraded to a category like two or whatever, like before it became a category one. Uh, I heard like just like news, like you know of news that like there was a big old sandstorm um, around where it started, and the uh, like weather people were really scared that it was gonna pick up a bunch of the sand and like sandblast everything. So like that plus like the fact that <laughs> those news dudes were just like acting like they were getting blown around like <laughs> I don't know, dude. That's two reasons why I don't know. I just I lose a lot of faith in our uh, in our media. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like it. Taking a lot of blows here, Weather Channel. You're not looking good right now. Your PR department's really laying an egg. I think it was a an aired video, too. I don't know if they're doing it live or not. You think they fixed that? I hope that it was live. Jeez, I wish I saw that when it happened. Whatever. And it wasn't like, oh, the guys, you know, they were walking, but you could see the wind was blowing them. They were just being a little more manly than the host guy. Mm-hmm. But no, they that you they just looked like guys just going out in the rain just walking <laughs> casual stroll jeez that's ridiculous dude i want to check it out yeah I'll, have, I'll definitely have to watch that that is uh that's got to be something special <laughs> it's like oh it's all it's that's like straight out of it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the gang becomes weathermen like <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's stupid Ah oh, well, I'm gonna give them the only. I'm gonna give them a pass only because, it, man, it's hard to make the weather interesting. That's the only thing I'm gonna give them. Like, <laughs> I guess you're right, but like, man, it's just like, why, why even, why even make it interesting? Like, it's not supposed to be like entertainment. It's supposed to be yeah. <laughs> but there's a, there's a weather channel that runs 24 hours a day, so they really like have just they man. That's rough. Man, I don't know. It's a tough gig, man. It's a tough gig. It, it really, it really is. Like, just, what is even the point? Like, I don't understand. And I guarantee, orders probably came from Tell me the, the weather once a day. It doesn't really change that much. Interrupt the local news when there's a hurricane or something. Yeah. I mean, you know, you'd think that they might do that, but I don't know. I mean, weather waits for no man, as they say, <laughs> as I've heard. <laughs> Never. But, I don't know, it's... I guess I guess in case something real quick pops up, you want to be on top of it. Um, yeah. They, they know more about it than I do. I'm just a filthy civilian, so. A filthy civilian. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, all right. Give me what? Hit me. Throw up the next ball, Lee. I'm ready to hit one out of the park. <laughs> Facebook is now going to have. They're testing out a dating feature. Finally. You guys weren't waiting for that. Uh, Nah, oh, pass on that. They're, they're, they've already protected. They've already perfected online dating. Tinder, if you're just looking for somebody to hook up with, and then one of those five billion other ones if you're 50 and still looking for love. <laughs> but Facebook, they think they got it, man. I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah, they're testing it. Okay, here's the test market. Okay, I just want you guys to guess. Who the test market? It's a country. Oh. Where are they testing this first? Where? Oh, geez. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say. I know it's not a country, but somewhere in Europe. That's all I'm gonna say. Nope. Give me, give me Japan. Uh, no, strike three. Oh, two. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> Madagascar. Okay. Madagascar. The nice, pleasant country with one of the highest murder rates 
Colombia hey. for Facebook really? dating. For Facebook dating. And I, yes. That's weird. What? That is. Whoa, that's wild to me. What did they? They did they say why? No, I didn't read enough into it's it. Coffee and I just left and went to the next thing. But. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, you've piqued my interest in the fact that it's in Columbia. They're, like, they're just setting this shit up for uh, a reality show is all this is. They're posturing for a reality show is all I'm getting out of this so far. I think it's going to be kind of helpful to at least, like, the first world countries, you know, people as a whole because all the people that sit and just, like, yell and do nothing else on Facebook – you're going to find their true love, who's also someone that yells, and they're just going to... It's going to be something where, like, they both just yell at each other and feed off each other, and then they'll stop yelling at everyone else. Hopefully that's yeah. how it goes down. <laughs> now, I feel like they already had this service since the beginning. You guys remember poking? Oh, God. I forgot. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You poke that girl you like, she pokes you back, eh? There you go. It's just a yeah, and, and, <laughs> and then you poke each other, and then you get... All right, that was a little... <laughs> easy jokes, easy jokes, easy jokes. They make it easy. All right, yeah. next, next thing. Uh, Here, give me the next. I, I don't think, Aaron, you don't watch football, do you? Um, I only mildly care if it's got to do with the Packers winning or the Patriots losing. Okay, so you're at least familiar with the game. All right. Yes. Cool. So, <laughs> you understand the basic concept. Yeah, was the a, Patriots. That's it. <laughs> Buffalo Bills... I think it was a cornerback, maybe? Vontae Davis. Vontae Davis, yeah. At, at halftime, decided it's been a good career. Man, they got thumped by the Ravens at the beginning of the season. I almost don't blame the man. It's like, man, because it was he's like, what, like 32 or something like that? Well, he's old by football standards, yeah. right? Yeah, he is. So, let's say he takes one of the to the neck, like, and he's like, all right, well, I'm on a shitty team. It's not going to win during my time here and my neck's broken like yeah, you're right. i don't know i'm a little bit with the guy on this one i'm just feeling very positive right now that's good and i did read you know what he had to say it was basically just like i can't give the effort that i should be giving was mm-hmm. his way and of saying that you know yeah. he's sick of losing Pretty much. <laughs> and he left <laughs> I, mean, I mean i'm sure he's very competitive oh i'm sorry go ahead no no you're totally good keep going no, 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 that was, that was the end of it. Oh, all right. I, mean, I, I was just going to say, I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I mean, you, you sign up for something, you're kind of obligated to do it, but at the same time, like, you know, it's, it's his life, and he thought it was a good time to do it, and, like, I, I don't know enough to say whether it was good or not. I know that if things were bad enough on my end, I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a there. it's not an easy job by any stretch of imagine, oh. imagination, you know. And he he doesn't owe anybody anything, if we're being real. I mean, no, it's <laughs> not like he went out like with middle fingers saying "fu team" and all that stuff, you know. It's just like you know, ah, uh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and again, I I just don't really blame the guy, man. I can you imagine how competitive you have to be to be a, a professional anything like yeah. oh yeah it, it has got to be heartbreaking to be like we are not going anywhere and there's nothing i can do about it like i can play the best game of my life they'll just throw it to the other guy if i'm a cornerback like they will just throw it to the other side of the field yeah. <laughs> like 
and I may have covered my guy perfectly, but we're getting beat down the field every time, and there's nothing I can do about it. So True. I don't know. How far down were they at halftime? Then they're in the. Their last game, I think, was a little bit more competitive. I mean, I'm not like the most up to date Buffalo Bills yeah. uh, <laughs> fan. Just, just seems like a, I don't know, funny that he did it at halftime. Like he's just like running like that last play <laughs> the half, and his thoughts going through his head. He's like, "What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. What am I doing just with for, my life?" He just forced gums. He just keeps running out the tunnel. And <laughs> yeah. like, Fuck this! Oh wait, is this a PG podcast? What's your plan on this? No, oh, you okay. answered the question. <laughs> cool. I wasn't sure, but now we have the answer. Anything oh, goes, but yeah. Cool. Uh, I dropped a couple bombs. Yeah. Okay. Also, I had to share this. This fantasy football story with you Dylan now I know hey, you're babe. a big okay well I won't I won't say this part but I was watching a commercial okay it's a battery commercial which is just yeah. funny to begin with but it's uh, about this guy he's doing his online draft and he's going to do it he's, ma- he's going to make his pick the battery in his mouth runs out <laughs> he can't pick it and it auto Damn. picks for him and you see his face he's just like oh god what happened who did I get? Oh no! And it flashes to the screen, and it's Justin Tucker. <laughs> hey, hey, that's not fair. Justin Tucker is a clutch kicker. I just also I he's big on being in commercials. That man knows that kickers don't have the best salary. <laughs> he's trying to make his dream. I mean, it's just okay. If you're gonna Justin Tucker is one of the best kickers out there. Maybe they were just hating on the fact that he picked a kicker. And we don't know. Does it explain that it's in the first round or something? It does or not. no? I didn't get enough of the story. They're gonna have see. to make a prequel. <laughs> so I need I need more information. If I mean, if you're getting him in like the fifteenth round, that's that's not bad. That's it's not bad. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with Justin Tucker? That's the best kicker. At, at round fifteen, you're getting a kicker that good, man. He's gonna put up ten points for you every week. I actually I have him this year. Carry yeah. the torch. Because I'm not in the league. It's because I'm not in the league. If I was in the league, you would First not have Justin Tucker. I guarantee it. Oh, God. Anyway. Right. Uh, I'll tell you, my uh, my draft has uh, Mark McGuire. And, uh, <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't know near enough about football to do any draft. I've never drafted in my life. It's a blast. You're missing out. It, it is fun. Like, fantasy football it, it's kind of becoming like a, a not necessarily a meet me but I uh, you know people make fun of it now it's like oh you're into fantasy football it's like man it's fun True. Yeah, especially yeah. at work I mean it's you know yeah, you're man, sitting there you're like oh, I'm kind of bored let's just check the roster real quick you know? yeah. and then you can go talk shit to your coworkers. it's fun yeah exactly that, that's where I'm at with it too anyway <laughs> But, yeah. All right, give me the give me the next one, Lee. I'm ready. All right, we're gonna change up gears a little. Did anybody? Did you guys watch the Captain Marvel trailer? No, I don't know how big you guys are into these movies, but I, I, I am not. I am not. As every movie comes out, I am less enthused as the last one, or than the last one, just because like I don't know, like I, like they're very formulaic in my opinion, and like I know that like with uh, and I will let me also just say they're much better than the DC movies. Much better, but uh, I just know that like once what's it called happens, uh, the second part of Infinity War is just going to be like they filmed one really long movie and they just split it in half. Like I, I, I could guess what's going to happen, and I think I'd be about right. But that being said, 
I've heard a lot of good so far from the pre uh, from the preview for Captain Marvel, and I don't know enough about her at all to where like I know anything about her. So I like to go check it out. That was a really long explanation, but there you go. I had never heard of Captain Marvel. I didn't even know it was a girl either. I was just like, oh, hmm, interesting. Um, well, we can't really go anywhere with this. Matt's the big one that's into True that. all this stuff, so. Yeah, I, I'm looked, sure Matt I, give us a, he could give us the full thing. He said it was, just talking to him, he said it was going to be good. He thought, and he said Venom was going to be terrible. Uh, that's kind of where he's at with the upcoming movies. I, I do want to see Venom, though, just because he's... Al- I've always liked Spider-Man the best, and Venom has always been my favorite Spider-Man villain. So he's always been like one of my favorite of any like villains. So I don't know. I, I do want to see it just because of that, but like again, like I don't I don't have super high hopes for it. Deadpool was really cool, though. Yeah, they because it broke the mold. Uh, de- yeah, Deadpool. Deadpool is... And it's also fun, because Deadpool, I don't feel... it. Formulaic is, I think, a really good word for for what they those movies have turned into. Man, I just yeah. don't care to go see them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm out of the superhero game. I, I can't take another one of those movies, but I'll still go watch um, Deadpool. True that, or even you know, like do something like uh, the Dark Knight trilogy again. That was some cool shit. That was oh yeah, that they was actually awesome. had a good yeah good guy directed it, man. <laughs> They just they just should have switched Heath Ledger out for uh, what's the Jared Leto? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That would have been perfect. And then have Michael Bay direct it. <laughs> More explosions. <laughs> they do have that new Transformers movie coming out. It looks like they're taking a different. It's not Michael Bay and and, and crew, but I don't know. The trailer looks okay. It's the Bumblebee movie, but. Oh. I, I well, pretty much not liked any of the Transformers after the first one. Yeah, I mean, I watch them all because I like them, except I haven't seen the last one, and I don't know if I'm going to see Bumblebee. I don't know. If they make it... All right, here's what they need to do is drop all the human actors and make a full CG movie of the war on Cybertron, and that would be badass. That's what they need to do. Full-on CGI, as you're saying, what they, they, this is what they need. Just, yeah. just drop drop Earth, drop real stuff, just full-on CG Transformers on Cybertron having a civil yeah, war. It's just like, stop trying to make it, like, kind of, they're trying to, I don't know what they're doing. They're trying the to, like, and stuff. It's just, we want to see robots fight. Just give us that. Right? Stop trying to, like, appeal to everyone, I guess. Exactly. I don't know. The story's <laughs> yeah, don't, already there. Don't complicate it. Yeah. Don't complicate it. Doesn't need to be complicated. I don't know. That's where I guess, yeah, I stand on Transformers movies. But still love Transformers sure. though. Our next piece of news: oh. Elon Musk, the <laughs> the that guy. That guy's been in the news a lot. <laughs> the here lately. Of Tesla. I think went he's on, Maybe so. He went on Joe Rogan's podcast. We were all pretty pumped for that, and he had <laughs> he had to smoke a little bit. Yeah, and people threw a fit. So okay, okay. So Dylan, your thoughts? Is he going crazy? No, no, no. no. I, I think, I think Elon is kind of trying to. That that man like has like some wild habits. Um, he reminds me of like a modern day Nikola Tesla. I know that they don't have like any connection between the naming of that company yeah. and you know actual Nikola Tesla, but 
like he's I feel like he is just so intelligent and like so his brain just has to constantly be working and I think he may be like burning himself out in, in this in this day and age when it's like not only am I super smart but I'm constantly connected to all of my projects like I'm just tired of keeping up and as far as people losing their minds everybody needs to step off their high horse on this people love Mac Miller and that dude overdosed like don't Elon Musk is just as much a celebrity. Actually, he's more of a celebrity than Mac Miller. Mac Miller sucks. Hot take. Um, I didn't even know who it was. Yeah. I knew the name and I knew some of his music. That's it. Everybody acts like when a rapper dies that he was the best rapper ever. I see that XXX Tenacion or whatever on my Snapchat stories all the time. I don't even know who the fuck that is. That dude looks like a doodle bear. That's the best meme I ever saw. And it was like, why are all these rappers looking like doodle bears? And I forgot what a doodle bear was. And I had to go look it up. And I was like, you're exactly right. That's hilarious. Leave Elon Musk alone. Everybody needs to leave him alone. He's doing so much more for the human race than you ever will. Even if it's bad, he's still doing something. Yes. Yeah. And I listened to the whole episode, and it like he smoked for like 30 seconds. But the rest of it was good talk, him talking about ideas he has. Joe Rogan came with some ideas. He's like, no, that's not going to work. He's like, here, here's how you do it. You know, He's a smart guy. He's smart. Yeah. And he does what he wants, and he's not. he doesn't care. You know, if... Good people, for him. People know what they're going to get when they invest in this company. He's a bit of a rogue, but he's innovative. He's ahead of everybody else by a mile. That's <laughs> so that's get on board and shut your mouth and let him be him. I I totally. agree with that. I think that like like you know I know he's got like like I watched the thing a while back a couple years ago when he like had a whole speech and like uh, I remember just a whole big like conference about. Um, getting to Mars by like 2025 or something like that. And it's like, I don't think we're going to do that that quick. But like, if no one's thinking along those lines, then like, we're not going to get there. Yeah, and like, and maybe, maybe he will pull it off. Who the hell knows? But like, you know, we need, we need someone who's an eccentric like him. And yeah. And as, as far as him smoking, like, I mean, it's, it was, it's legal in California. It's legal. I mean, I, I will say like, you know, he should have. I'm sure he knew, and you know, he should have known if he didn't. That like, you know, smoking on camera as high profile of a guy as he is, and like, I understand. Like, I know you were comparing him to rappers before. I feel like you know, he's just the fact that he's on the forefront of you know scientific innovation, while like rappers, like you know, they're more on the forefront of you know musical art, you know, music. I guess you know, like they they just like hold Elon to a higher standard, I guess, which is yeah, kind of Yeah, wrong. I mean, that's... But. Yeah, I think I think that's fair, just to say, like, oh, he is held to a higher standard. But, like, man, it wasn't like he was, like, freebasing, no. like, crack cocaine or anything. Like, it's just marijuana. Yeah, like, he had okay. a drink before that, too. It's, you know, got almost the same effect. I mean, come on. And it's like, how many people were watching that high off their ass or drunk off their ass or popping some, like, Adderalls or something, right? Like, yeah, people who were raging about that were probably on something already, too. I'm sure someone was, at least. I don't know. It's, uh, uh, do you I, think he did it on purpose? He, he's smart enough to where maybe I think he has had something, he could have had something planned out for them. Maybe like, that, surely he gets, like, pissed off about it. He's like, these guys are just so annoying, all these investors bugging me all the time. I know it will really piss them off. <laughs> I mean, that could be it. Maybe it's just for a personal, like, space or something. It could also be like you know some because I heard that like his pro, like his uh, stock and like Tesla's stock like went way down for a second and yeah. like just bounced right back up. Yeah. Like well, because what wasn't he wanting to take it private? Was that the the reason for that? 
that drop. He wanted he wanted Tesla to go private, and I can understand yeah, yeah. why, man. If if you're somebody like you were saying, of somebody who is both, a, he's like that combination of eccentric, but also he's like <laughs> he's still intelligent as well. Like on top of being a little bit eccentric, so I'm sure he's like, man, I don't need to listen to any of these people to yeah. make this company <laughs> like to make it work and to, to reach my goals it's probably going to be better if I am by myself true that so I don't know I don't know Batman situation going on I think I, mean, I feel like I don't know like I, I maybe it's kind of unhealthy I have a pretty like big distrust to most like I don't know most like government officials and very high profile people like that who are like super you know not that it's just the money, but, you know, generally, like, the top 1%, like, wealthy people, I have a very, like, high skepticism, like, for, but I feel like out of all of them, Elon Musk is the one, you know, that has the best interest at heart, and he's probably one of the more trustworthy ones. So yeah. if, he, if he took it private and, like, decided to do his own thing, I would be much more all right with that than, you know, having, you know, anyone else trying to dibble-dabble into that. Yeah, he, he has done, and I mean, whether this was calculated, or, I mean, I'm sure it was, that, like, that image helps him, I'm sure, but, like, he seems like he seems like somebody who is never intentionally really going to hurt anybody. I don't know. I hear what you're saying. I mean, anytime you're doing crazy stuff like that, I feel like, you know, like, I know people were making a big deal about one of his cars crashing and, like, killing someone or something. It's like, dude... You're you're planning on mass producing these things like there's gonna be kinks in it. It's specifically why I'm never gonna buy one until they're out for like a decade. Yeah. So all the kinks are worked out. Like how how the heck are you gonna work them out if you don't put them on the street first? Like it's the future, baby. People are gonna die for it. Yeah. And the one yeah, thing it, he said, you know, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, some of them might crash, but how many people are not crashing because of it? You know. Right. And it's something people don't want to address, but he has a point there. People don't like to argue those points when people's lives are in the equation, but, you know, he's got a good point. Yeah. All right. Elon Musk, okay in our book. Yeah, I say so. All right. We'll talk about Nike's new endorsement deal, or their spokesperson, Colin Kaepernick. Initial thoughts, anybody? I talked first on the last one. You go ahead, Aaron. All right. I just think that it's... Honestly, at this point, I just think it's Nike and Kaepernick being... Well, maybe not Kaepernick, but Nike being like, hey, if we get him to endorse us, there's going to be a whole lot of buzz going on. and That's good nowadays. We'll make money off it somehow. So, I don't know. I feel like that's all they were thinking about. I'm sure Kaepernick is probably, you know sticking up for you know what he thinks is right or you know maybe someone's paying off you never know you're not him i think all in all though it's just it's just stupid it's it's people kneeling dude like i know people get really mad they're like oh he's disrespecting the anthem and stuff it's like dude you're not supposed to be respecting the anthem you're supposed to be respecting what the anthem stands for for one like i think when people put that much focus on like respecting or disrespecting a symbol that's kind of it's, it's kind of shitty but like I don't know I think that I don't think he means any disrespect to or anyone else who kneels I don't think they mean disrespect to the people fighting for the country um, I think they're just trying to change 
you know, they're just trying to make a change. And, like, to me, whether you stand or whether you kneel, I'm still not going to watch football. I'm still not going to buy Nike shoes. So it really doesn't matter. And I think people just get too mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm there with you with Nike. Like, I, I just refuse to believe that Nike did this thinking, like, no, we're standing by Colin Campbell. <laughs> we're kneeling beside Colin Campbell. Like, no, no, you're not, man. Like, you know that, like, even if you look at it from, like, a simple demographic, like, okay, you know, the popular vote went what? Like, it was, like, 51-49. Was that, was that the popular vote? I don't remember. It is something like that, yeah. It, it was something really close. But even if you just look by those simple statistics, it's like, okay, people on the left probably like Colin Kaepernick. People on the right probably don't. 51% of people are on the left if we go by the last thing. All right, we'll make 2% more money. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's math. It's I just can, math. I, if I, if I went into a board meeting and said that, they'd give me a bazillion dollars in a Tesla. Like, <laughs> I, I would be... That, uh, that that's my thought and I just refuse to believe that, that Nike is good good for Colin Kaepernick I appreciate anybody that stands up for what they believe in even if I do or don't agree with it and I, I think Colin Kaepernick like Colin Kaepernick is protesting police brutality which is like a real thing yeah. Yeah. at least in my opinion and yeah. everybody's getting mad about the flag which like you said is just a symbol like yeah, it, I, I really, I would like to know what everybody's thoughts were if like Congress pushed through that the flag just had a big gaping anus on it, and <laughs> Colin Kaepernick was like still kneeling for police brutality. If everybody be like, no, you gotta, oh, you gotta respect the, you gotta uh, respect the butthole, man. You gotta respect <laughs> our, you gotta respect our flag. You gotta respect <laughs> the flag. Oh Jesus, oh, like man. Uh, that's, man, I don't know. My problem is it's a, it's a weird double standard, right? So the flag is supposed to stand for freedom, right? So you show your respect. He is exercising his freedom to kneel. Why are you throwing a fit, right? Really? I mean, the only, the, yeah. only, the only people I get, I could understand some of, like, the, the older veterans getting kind of upset, you know, because when that's they grew up, they grew up, you know, that's the flag. That's what you did. You, you know, that's what you do. <laughs> They're old school. I get that, but, like... I don't know. Yeah, it's, in my book, like, as long as you're not physically harming someone or, like, you know, verbally assaulting, like, a specific person, like, I think you're good to do whatever the hell you're doing, dude. Like, again, like, if anything, he's probably hurting himself kneeling, all right? Like, if we're, if we, if you really want to think about it, he's probably just... Hurt his knees. His knees probably hurt. Exactly, man. He's just going up and down on every single game, and, and then he has to run on those knees. Like, what the hell, man? Stuck in Madden, and he'll wear himself out one day. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I, I, heard a, I heard an interesting theory from a guy, a guy at work who said he actually... They were doing warm-ups. He had his non-NFL-sanctioned headphones on or whatever because he does that too. Mm-hmm. And he was kneeling down for some reason, just resting, and had his music blasting, and the anthem started. And then his agent was on the side and was like, oh, we got to go tell him to, to, to play the anthem. They're like, no, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. This will be good. <laughs> so he kneels through it. He doesn't know what's going on. And then uh, they just run with it after that. <laughs> That's, I mean... <laughs> it's all accidental. <laughs> it's just like he, the, news, the media calls him, like the news is calling him like 
Colin, do you have a do you have like something to say about your new protest? And he's just like, what? <laughs> what? I was just jamming out to some to some yeah. Paramore. I like. <laughs> oh yeah, I like the thought of him him listening to Par- like Colin Kaepernick listens to Paramore. On <laughs> I like Seether. I really like Three Days Grace. <laughs> Nickelback on there. Yeah. <laughs> Only all the right reasons. That was the album I liked. There you go. Just have that one on there. There you go. Anyway. All right. All right, all right in my book. Last piece of news before we move to history. Um, so I guess the writer who wrote the characters, Bert and Ernie, said he wrote them as if they were a homosexual couple. Okay. But then Sesame Street issued their official statement saying, even though they are identified as male characters and possess many human traits and characteristics, as most Sesame Street puppets do, they remain puppets and do not have a sexual orientation. So, just in case case anyone was concerned, there you go. I thought that was a good response. Cracked me up. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know that there's anything to say to that. I can yeah. sleep easier at night knowing this. I thought they were real. <laughs> I think, I don't know, I think that's, honestly, nowadays especially, I think that's, like, the best way to do it. Because, like, people, and, like, you know, and it doesn't even matter what side you're on. I consider myself not on a side, and I find myself doing this all the time whenever I debate with people. Like, you, people get caught up in, like, the specifics and the vernacular being used and whether this is right to say or that's right to say. So I feel like just taking as literal as you can and just leaving it as bare bones, neutral, literal as possible is the only way to do it. So them saying they're puppets, they don't have an orientation, that's perfect. Whether the dude, like, you know... Way to ride that fence, baby. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, that's a... I've talked about PR a lot on this episode great PR department that was like, man, if we say they're puppets and they cannot, they literally can't. They can't. Yeah. They're inanimate <laughs> objects. It's like, wow. <laughs> right? Like, that's good. Good. That's good on there. That's very good on there. That's the best answer I think they could have given. I agree. Alright, we're moving to the next segment. I said history, but we're gonna do train talk. Here's the theme music. <laughs> some weird theme music Dylan's gonna love it anyway (laughs) alright it's time for train talk you got the floor for this Dylan tell us what you have learned at your new job so today we changed out three rails um, that were marked for defects by the Sperry truck it's this big goofy looking truck that drives along the rail and uh, like checks the inside of the rail for defects and if they find them we have to go change them out and how you do that is you cut out the rail that's there you put in the new one and then you bolt it on there and you call it good Um, and we did that three times today that was what I did and then I had Chick-fil-A for lunch Um, there's been a steam engine that's been around they're going to start doing excursions or excursions excursions on uh, on steam engines here pretty soon. All right. That's neat but so how, how long does it take to change one of these out? Yeah. Not that long. It depends if there are any complications. Uh, 
you know, typically it's uh, it's pretty simplistic. You you literally you cut them out with like a big grinding wheel, and uh, then you put the other ones in. Like everything's done with just tool, like power tools now. Back in the day, uh, not 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 quite that simple. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the train talk. Not really a lot. Um, not really a lot going on in the world of trains, I guess. Well, as as someone who I know, like before, you know, we were talking a little bit, and I, I touched on my deep seated fear of trains. Um, how many times do you guys see like something that, like, obviously, I mean, you guys would be the ones that fix it, but how many times do you guys see something that's like is so bad that like if a train were to have gone over it like right before you guys got there like it would have like derailed or something does that happen uh, or are you guys vigilant enough because uh so we have to patrol the mainline territories because we don't operate any passenger trains if you have operate passenger trains they have to be done every single day you have to look okay. at the rail every day okay. uh that doesn't mean the derails won't happen but you do go look at it because there's a lot of factors that go into it, especially the temperature. Uh, as the rail gets hot, it expands, and that can, if it doesn't, if it's not anchored properly down to the to the to the ballast or the gravel that sits underneath it, um, it can buck up, it can buck over, and if a train runs over that, it's like guaranteed to come off the rail. Uh, but so to mitigate that, we have heat and cold patrols because um, cold weather can do the same thing just in the opposite yeah. direction um, so typically not like a catastrophic scenario usually not it's not usually something that one we can even um, you can't like predict there's there's just a lot of variables there but as far as like it's honestly pretty rare to have like a big a knock on wood i've got stuff i gotta do it's honestly rare to have a really big derailment because the reason i said knock on wood is when we uh if a train derails it it makes a very long day for me True. uh so uh very real I, there's been one since i've been there and it was like in this little yard track so the trains were only going 10 miles an hour okay. and you would think like when they're you would think if like oh my gosh a train derailed there's cars on fire they're flipped over everywhere <laughs> yeah, that's what there I was were thinking. <laughs> there were three cars sitting on the ground and the rest of the train was still sitting on there and it was as easy as you take this little metal piece man and it just you back the engine up and it just goes right back up on the rail Damn, uh, okay. easy peasy it, it's really not that dramatic um, but uh that's pretty nuts though yeah, so, so, not, not a lot of catastrophic stuff is what I'll say. So you're saying with the flipping the cars back, so you basically just like you, you're saying you back them up and it's just like the, the tension of all the cars like pulls them back up? Kind of. So you do one car at a time okay. and uh, it's still connected to the locomotive, yeah. but it, uh, it has um, – there's this little metal piece that sits out on the ground that guides the – uh, wheel back up onto the rail. Okay. Uh, so that is the uh, that's train talk right now. Do you have other train questions? I'll answer them the best I can. I'm no expert by any means, but I, I, this is good for me because it's I, I'm learning. Um. The, yeah, I do. I know you look like you were going to say something. Lee. You can I was go. say okay. What's okay? What's the difference between a conductor and an engineer? Uh, basically, the conductor has to they kind of both do the same job 
now. Uh, but the conductor has to get out and walk all of the cars um, and, like, check the outside of the train while the engineer is checking the inside of the actual locomotive. Uh, so the engineer has he was a conductor, and then he gets promoted up. Um, so he has more experience, and uh, he doesn't have to walk as much. <laughs> That's not on my side of it. I am uh, I am maintenance of way. Yeah. Uh, so I only deal with like fixing the actual track. Okay. Not the, the um, not the trains. That that is not my. Uh, it's not my department. I mentioned to Bobby that we were doing train talk, and he had a bunch of stuff, and we were just like, you know, trains need to make a comeback, man. And we were looking right. up instead of like a cruise, a boat cruise, you can do like a train cruise, and it that's just goes. What, that'd be cool. That's what, that's what they're doing, man. They got the steam engine. I saw the guy shoveling coal in it the other day. It looked like the old west. It's that's awesome. cool as shit. That yeah. is that is one rather not serious question I have though. Is before you said they were doing excursions on steam engines, but like, can you really do an excursion on a train? Because you got to go out and lay the tracks first. Yeah, it only goes where the train goes, but. Um, you can still take, um, you can take a like a rail from Los Angeles to New York. It just takes a long time. That's really cool. Uh, I know you can go from Chicago to New Mexico in thirty hours nonstop. You'll just uh, you get on it. You can rent a sleeping car, and it's not that expensive. If you got thirty hours, it's like two hundred and fifty bucks for like a nice like all your meals are included. So it's less than a plane ticket. You just got to be willing to have 30 hours to sit and look around. Like I was saying, it's more comfortable. uh, And like Bobby was saying, like when you sleep in a sleep car, you've got the the sound of the train and the gentle swaying of the car is like perfect for sleep. It rocks you to sleep. When I was, yeah. Yeah. When I was in Europe, it was, uh, when we would take them, they put me to sleep every time we were on them, man. Like they just, they just rock you. They rock you to sleep. That sounds Um, really cool. Trains are great. Driving sucks. That's what I've noticed. Um, I do not like driving yeah, places. No. Um, so I, I would much rather be on the uh, be on the old be on the old train. Let somebody drive for me. It takes a little bit longer. All right. It just seems like the best way. You know, airplane. You're cramped. Airports suck. People suck. And then, like, buses, you can't really move around. It's not fun. But trains, man. I've been on two trains, and I enjoyed both of them. I will say that you're a lot closer to the ground than an airplane, and you're a lot not on water (laughs) as you are on a boat. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Two questions real quick. More, um, More about trains, I guess. So there's two things I always hear. One are these ads on the radio, because I'm a delivery driver, and I hear these ads all the time about, like, oh, like, if you hear a train, stop, and all this stuff. It's like, I hear that all the time, and usually it's after, like, I notice a train in the distance a couple nights before just laying on its horn over and over. So my thing is, when I hear that train laying on its horn, am I hearing someone getting hit by a train? And also... Are these ads just like the result of people being stupid and trying to beat a train and just getting hit by them? Because that's that's the picture I'm making. Yes, it, it is almost always a situation where um, somebody has tried to beat the gate, uh, or or because they the gate comes down and they don't immediately see a train, they yeah. think, oh, I can get around. Well, one, you know, you have to go slow over crossings, and two, those gates. Um, you know, just because you can't see the train doesn't mean it's not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason they blow their horns, they have to blow them a certain, like they have a certain pattern that they have to blow when they're going through town. 
um, which is set by a couple of things, actually. It's, it's kind of interesting. Like, the town kind of sets that pattern. Um, and you can have quiet zones. Like, towns can pay money to have a quiet zone, which I always thought was kind of interesting. Like, the thought of them just being like, um, you know, we're willing to risk a few, risk a few civilians. But... Uh, <laughs> Those crossings are checked. Um, Those crossing gates are checked, I think, four or five times a week by the signal maintainers that take care of that. That that is not – that's not my department either. Basically, I know nothing. Fair enough. Uh, But uh, those those guys, I know I see them out there checking those crossings, so they're almost always in – it's rare you're going to catch them out of working order, you know. I hear you on that. So so – when you hear that, when you hear the thing, that means they're just coming through town, and they want people to know. Um, because when they're not blowing their horn, you would be surprised how quiet a train is. When we're working on the track, if there are two main main lines running beside us, uh, we may get track authority, which is just um, that just means that we're allowed to be on there. Like dispatchers who decide where the trains go, mm-hmm. see that we are on the track, and know to not send a train through there. All right. Um, but if there's two mains. We can be working on one, and a train can come down the other, and you they, they will sneak up on you. No doubt. Um, you can be down there working in between the tracks, then all of a sudden this train comes thundering by you, and it's scary. That That is when you get really scared. <laughs> yeah. And no usually, and, you know, if you're working with power tools or, you know, it's a hot day and you're just not thinking about it and not paying attention, usually somebody will catch, like, hey, well, there is a train coming. Um, well, yell down the line. Yeah, a hot rail is what people will say. All right. But uh, but if they don't, man, it, it you're not gonna survive the the collision. Which I actually oh, no. did see. I did see a car get hit by a train since I've been out here. But the woman, she crashed and got she. I think she was going slow or going too fast. And what was the uh, what was the story I was told? She was going too fast, and then the gate came started to come down, and she tried to beat the gate. Um, and when she realized she couldn't, she swerved and just absolutely, um, she flips over and then the train whacks her. The train was only going like eight or something like that miles per hour. Um, they're not allowed to go faster that area, but man, it still just smashed her vehicle. She was fine. Wow. But, uh, yeah, she, I mean, she's one of the few people that get, gets hit by a train and was like, yeah, it was, it was whatever. She went wow. to the doctor for some cuts and bruises. Too lucky for this stupidity, dude. I mean, where you have to be in some kind of hurry, right? Yeah, I'm gonna risk going up against a train. We can make it. Not to not to judge her, but she she definitely looked like like. Just never mind. Okay. It, it looked like the type of person that you would describe as a bad driver if you had to pass them, and you were like, "Yeah, this person sucks." And then it's like, "Oh, yep, definitely yeah, that person." I got you. Fair enough. Man, uh, last thing at least I have about trains is there was one time train actually uh, signaled the cops on me and my buddies, dude. And that was like we go we go under this bridge and we you know here, I was like maybe nineteen at the time, and there was like a fairly decent sized group of us and we go down there and do whatever you know maybe illegal activities we would do. And we'd be down there at, like, 3 in the morning, and the cops had seen us a couple times. And, like, one time, we'd always wait for the train. Like, we would always hear that, um, that like, screech on the tire or on the uh, tracks, you know? 
Mm -hmm. um, we'd hear that and we'd go, ooh, train. So there was one time we heard it. We'd always only just see like one. And this train comes by and before it goes under the bridge, it honks two times. And then it gets out of the bridge and it honks two times. And we didn't really think too much of it. And then another train came, which was kind of weird seeing two in one night. And it did the same thing. And we were like, you know what? Let's get out of here. This is weird. <laughs> and we left. And maybe like two minutes after we left, this cop comes whipping around and like, like cuts us off and starts like talking to us and asking us well, why we're out there and if we were under the bridge and all this stuff. Tattled yeah. trains. Right? <laughs> yeah. So wow. the uh, railroads have their own police force, which like we, they have the same jurisdiction as the Secret Service. Like it's, <laughs> it's weird how much power uh, the railroad cops have, but man, they will, those guys will fuck you up if they, uh, they, <laughs> Their uh, their police brutality does not uh, does not get reported on as much. Uh, <laughs> right. They they will mess people up. Dang, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, the they have their rail police. Every major line has them, and they are very serious about their jobs. I guess that's why you never hear about any big like train terrorist attacks or anything like that. They like, do too badass. <laughs> The uh, the coolest one I've ever heard about is uh, in Chicago. The mafia one time like stole a bunch. It was a crate container that was loaded down with weapons, uh, and they uh, they definitely got a hold of it and uh, left with it. And so now when trains leave Chicago, they have they're walked out of the city by armed guards, and a lot of the train crews carry weapons as well. Holy crap, Dang. dude! It's intense, man. It is definitely intense. Trains are no joke. Trains are no joke. Dang. They're cool, though. They're powerful machines. You're, you're, it's, like, surprising how they're they're all inspiring, is what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Scary, but cool. Scary, but cool. Thanks for the train talk, Dylan. Next. No problem, man. We're going to do this week in history. Here's the theme music. Makes us seem smart. <laughs> I'm already feeling smartical. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you drive this one, Dylan. You said you had more interesting stuff, so All take right. it away. Uh, so the two big things that I had from the um, this week in history coming from history.net. Um, or no, no, historynet.com, excuse me, which <laughs> real, really rolls off the tongue. But uh, on September 20th, when we're recording, wait, are you trying to like say that we're recording this the day of, or are you okay with knowing? It, it'll be out Sunday, so it'll be the week before. So this it'll week be is out good. Sunday? Wait, do, yeah. you want, do you want the September 20th like today's, or do you want me to go look at Sunday? No, you no. can do any day this week. Starting okay, well, we're going we're gonna to start with uh, what this day in history, September 20th. Uh, in 2011, the U.S. military ends don't ask, don't tell policy and allows gay men and women to serve openly. I don't have anything to say about that other than the fact that that was like, I just really like jokes that come from that of just like, all right, do whatever you want. Just don't let anybody see about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can do whatever you want with whoever you want as long as it's consensual. Don't let me hear you bumping uglies. <laughs> so that was just funny. That was just funny. Uh, I like it. The, the other big uh, big thing that happened was the Battle of the Sexes. Do you guys know anything about this? I do. The tennis match, right? 
a tennis match in 1973. Billie Jean King beats Bobby Riggs at the Houston Astro Dome. Uh, I am not a tennis like expert. I like, excuse me, I like to play, um, but I hate watching it. I had a great grandmother who that was all she watched was tennis, and I could not stand it. Um, but I do know about this. I do know about this because it was uh, it was like a big deal, especially like I think now. If you had Serena play like Roger Federer or anything, I think it would be obviously it would be huge. It would be like when Mayweather fought McGregor, like everybody would watch it. But it wouldn't have I don't think it would have the same social connotations on it as this did. Oh. And it was reading about it, it was quite a spectacle that they put on. Like really? It was a whole show, you know. So was it like was the whole like selling point of the match that it was a guy against a girl? Yeah. So I think the all right, so the dude was 55. She was 29, oh, I think. A- but he was talking smack, man. He was he was sexist. You know, he was just like, there's no way a woman could beat me. They're inferior tennis, all this kind of stuff. So I had to do it. Then did he lose or win? Uh, no, he, he, lost. he lost. He lost. She won. Ooh. Yeah. Stupid. You swim like a man, you bitch. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I'll give the guy the break that he's uh, probably a product of his time. Oh, yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard that a lot here lately, and I'm – man, people weren't always great. Most of the time, like, people have been pretty terrible, and they're still pretty terrible. But, like, yeah. I don't know. It, it, I'm sure it would have been something to see. I don't think – I can't think of anything else that's ever been like that. Do you guys know of any other events that have been anything of that sort? Now, I mean, like you said, the boxing match with boxer versus MMA is kind of cool, but definitely no like guy versus girl stuff. Yeah, I can't it, any yeah, like, MMA. Yeah. like any like crossovers of any sort. I haven't seen much. Yeah, I can't say either. I mean, unless I've seen it in like a cartoon or something that's not real, so not that important. So, yeah, like I want right. to see. Uh, oh, one quick thought. I, I just want to see more like take like a professional hockey team and like professional football players and have them both play baseball. a sport that yeah like baseball or something <laughs> that none of them have played that'd be awesome dude I mean at the end of the day they are athletes like yeah, that's so this would be good to uh, watch this should be better than the everyday man <laughs> you know yeah. what they should do is they should get like a football team that like none of them like really play baseball but like obviously they're athletics but then get like a super hardcore serious like just like office team of baseball players yeah. and put them both <laughs> against each other. So you got like the best of the worst against the worst of the best. Yeah, like pros versus shows, man. <laughs> I would be, honestly shows. I would I would actually go to see if that was in my town I would get off my ass to go sit on my ass in an arena and watch that. Who would you root for? I would go for the I mean, you obviously know that, I'm going for the civilians because they're the, really the c- Civilians that play, like, rec league sports are some of the biggest assholes I've ever seen. That's <laughs> like middle Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, dude. <laughs> oh, well, especially church softball. Anyway. Oh, jeez. Oh, God, yeah, Joe, Lord. Never again <laughs> will I play that sport. <laughs> like if you can even call it that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That was uh, I, I would be. Who would you like to see if they, if they did do something like that? I've already thrown out Roger Federer and Serena Williams, so I've taken tennis off the table, uh, table tennis. But um, what is there? 
I'm trying to think of like what sport you could even do like that because say what you want title nine or, or you know whatever uh, women's professional sports not typically regarded with any seriousness yeah. uh, I would say other than tennis really um, but if, if you could if you could come up with a crossover I would love to hear it uh, of something similar to, to, to that situation there's one that I just thought of, um, and it's it's not as groundbreaking as like you know physical sports and stuff. But um, I don't know. I watch a decent amount of uh, professional StarCraft too, like the nerd I am. Um, hey, no judgment. I, yeah, no, I don't care. I judge away if you want. I, th- I think it's funny if you judge. But um, but like there's largely, and I'm sure most people can kind of like you know assume if unless I'll get, like, castrated for saying that. But you can kind of assume that, like, professional gamers are almost always going to be dudes, at least as it stands, and most of them are. But there's one player called Scarlet, and, like, for a little bit, she wasn't that great. You might know who she She is. won, yeah. She did win. But, like, like, I remember watching her a few times, and maybe it was just the games I saw. I wasn't very impressed. But then, like, especially, like, more recently, she's been, you know, kicking ass. And, like, you know, she she's the only girl that I'm aware of that plays that. Thank and you. everyone else is a dude and most of them are Korean. And she's Canadian too, which is also like she's one of the only people from Canada that I can like you know, think of yeah, that plays Starcraft. So I don't know. I'm sure there's more but I mean she's I Canadian tired, she's a yeah. chick. What's that? There's a guy I used to watch that was from Canada too. Oh true that. Uh so wait, so you would want to see Oh that that wasn't who I would want. You could think on that. That was just like the only real world. Like that wasn't a crossover. Oh, that I was like you. the only real world thing. You, you think you're crossover thing? I s- okay. With a lot of, there's been a lot of you know, fight for equality among men and women, and I think one way that you could kind of bring it closer is with an MMA fight. Really. But I think it would have to be like super lightweight or something because obviously you know the big guys what are a, way bigger you know i am about to step on every single toe all right uh, <laughs> not this is not me trying to be an ass or like trying to be funny what do you think about the idea of isn't there an mma fighter who is a transgender woman hmm. was a man transitioned to a woman I heard a tiny bit about that, but I didn't pay much attention to it. She fights a man in her weight class of a a similar win record. So, wait, 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 wait. So, is it, like, I don't know. I'm not, I just don't know. So, like, when you say she's transgender, does it mean girl going to dude or dude going to a girl? No, no, no. She was a man. Okay. And then transitioned to to a woman. And she fights in female. I don't know. Does she still fight? I have. Okay. Maybe I thought that this was going to be like the ultimate, like everybody's brain was going to explode. Whoa. But I realized I don't know enough about it to even, (laughs) to even even really, uh, to really speak on it. So take this topic or leave this topic. Uh, All I'm going to say is that I know that like there were, um, like, I mean, I know that there were, uh, I guess discretions about like how the rules should handle it. I, I don't know much about it either, but like I think that you know if like you know if you're it, like 
transgenders and stuff, they blur the line of, like, the traditional, like, you're a guy or a girl. Um, you know, you know, however you want to view that, you view it. I don't care what you are. Um, but, like, I know that, like, if you're, if you're born a dude, you got testosterone in you. And you got more of that in you than estrogen. And, like, testosterone does, you know... It, it, it attributes to like you know having bigger muscles and stuff like it, that's why most dudes are like that. That's you know? the yeah. that's the that's the thing with the if we're gonna do like battle of the sex type stuff. I, when it comes to strength based stuff, you know, men are at an advantage. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, you can't deny that. <laughs> well, I, I I agree with that, but I I don't see why not just do like just get just have it where everyone can just go and do whatever they want but like you know just have specific classes still it's just like you know and don't have like guys and girls just have like MMA and then like if people are in like whatever girls and guys are in you know whatever weight class can fight other girls and guys in that weight class and then you know as you go like because I'm sure like there's gotta be a girl out there that's like built like Hulk Hogan or something you know, there, there, there's chicks out there that are really strong that could kick a lot of really strong dudes asses and so like you might get outliers in like the really light end of things um, where it's mostly going to be girls and in the really heavy end of things where it's mostly going to be guys but like that's just how it would like naturally progress and like it, everything would just fall into place if you just I think at least if you just like made weight classes that guys and girls like fall into and then you know let it go from there if that makes any sense that all made sense to me like yeah i don't know this is it i don't know is so if we took a mma fighters does it would a like 120 pound female hit harder than 120 pound male like when you've got the weight even is there an advantage? I, I feel like I feel like if the weight is the same and like let's say that they have like identical training in this scenario uh, I'm gonna say that it's probably the same like I don't know why it would be different yeah. I, I know that like you know there's there's the testosterone argument uh, and, and test like it's a fact like testosterone I, I don't know anything about anything but I, I do know that if you have testosterone, typically your muscles are bigger. Um, but that would so increase not, your weight, though, right? Yeah. Oh, so you're saying like a, a woman could have? Well, then you, you like you could be okay. So like, I could be in a weight class. I could be in a heavyweight weight class, but somebody that weighs the same as me could have way more muscle than me. Right. I, I, I'm saying if, if both of them are fit for that weight class, yeah. the person with... I don't know. Cause I don't, it, it's weird, because if you take... Let's say they're both super fit, no body fat, so that's not factored into right. the weight. Don't males have... Who has higher bone density? Because well, then, no then that person's... I, I can't... Oh, I can't remember if it's male or female. But then that means they would have slightly more mass in the bones versus the muscle. So I feel like there would be a slight advantage one way or the other. I have no idea which direction that would be because I don't know anything. I, see, I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like at that point, like if, if they're like in the same weight class, 
maybe make the margins smaller so you can't get as much of a variance and have more weight classes, yeah. something like that. Um, but I mean, honestly, I feel like it, you know if you just like made it smaller like that, then it would more or less just come down to like who's better. Maybe all, but at the same time, it's the pros. So like every little like advantage or disadvantage can make a big difference. I don't know. I don't know. I just think that that's the way it could be done. Yeah. All right. So another right. okay crossover change here. I would like to see professional football players play Madden against nerds. Professional race drivers play. Oh, race they, they do that already. Do they? They do that already. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you can watch that. That'd be cool. cool. Or just like celebrity leagues of video games. I would watch that. That'd I would cool. watch celebrity video games. I think that would be interesting. Because a lot, a lot of them do play. I could dig it. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. It'd have to be like a celebrity that I like. Like, I, you know, I wouldn't want to watch, like, Justin Bieber play a game. Yeah. I don't care about him. <laughs> but, like, it's just like Quentin Tarantino. I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch him play a gory game. That'd oh, be yeah. cool. Yeah. It's like, so this is what all of your movies look like to us. <laughs> you freak. I love his movies, though. I do, too. I do, too. I called him a freak, but I, I enjoy He is a freak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus. All right. That's what I had for this day in history. September 20th, 1973. Battle between the sexes. It's cool. coming back. Brought to you by a man hitting a woman in the context outside of domestic abuse. <laughs> that's true. So we're here with my sister, Brooke. Brooke, say hi. Hello. And she's, I don't know what to call the segment yet, but health and nutrition with Brooke. <laughs> okay. So it's yeah. a real catchy name. We also have Dylan on. Hello. The co-host. <laughs> and she's going to tell us about what she's been reading or looking up on the internet about food and stuff. Yeah. And we might make stupid comments. So yeah. Take it away, bro. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, let's see. We could start with um, my husband and I recently did um, Whole30 together, which you guys probably know what that is. It's I've heard it's trendy. terrible. Yeah, I've heard, it's, I've heard it's bad. It's brutal. Um, so we did it together because we wanted to see if he had a dairy intolerance because I mean, I don't know. This kid drank like a gallon of milk a day when he was a child. And like now that he's an adult, like if he eats like cheese, like he's like, oh, God. And so I was like, well, maybe if we do whole 30 and take it out and see, you know, how your body reacts or whatever. And so we did that. And um, yeah, it definitely jacks up his system. But I wanted to do it with him because I've heard other benefits with it. Um, yeah, but it was brutal i mean yeah it's um it's i guess more maybe paleo well you know you can't even have peanuts you can't have oh, legumes really? or like beans right yeah like it's pretty strict so um so i did that kind of like as an experiment we did it together or whatever you guys did and, the whole party yep we did it well we did we did 28 <laughs> Oh. Did that's you break good. it or did John break uh, it? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. 
We we both decided, I think, because it was his birthday weekend that weekend. So we wanted to go out and like have dinner and drinks and stuff and didn't want. I don't know. We just stopped it early. Not because we like. I mean, could, that, get, just wanted to. that kind of ruined the whole thing. So I mean, a little yeah. bit. You're honestly. not interested. Yeah, this is. <laughs> I could all- try the whole three. <laughs> I could probably do that, maybe. I definitely did a whole three one time. I was dating a girl, and we were like, we're going to do the Adkins diet. Her dad used to do it all the time. And we were like, we got this, we got this, we got this. Two days in, all we did was belly ache, and then we went to Moe's and just ate a whole bag of chips. Yeah. (laughs) See, that's what, yeah, the day I came off of Whole30, which was, yeah, two days before, uh, the first thing I got, and I don't, I have no idea why, was White Castle. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god okay so this literally was it was the craziest thing i've ever experienced in my life so it was like this intense like sugar high like i was so like revved up it was so weird and then literally like 10 minutes later i was exhausted like i felt like i was gonna fall asleep and like also it went right through me and so i was like holy crap like Oh my God. It was really freaky. I told John about it. And I was like, okay, maybe I should like have some moderation in my life because yeah. <laughs> I feel like, like, geez, like that was awful. All of it. And just so. like, it's like when you're exercising and you just stop running or whatever, you got to do the same thing with the diet. You got to warm up and cool down on the diet. I mean, this is like everyone at work too, with my coworkers were like, why did you do that? Like on your lunch break and Oh God. So yeah, I don't know. It just happened. So, um, but yeah, we did that together, and that was a fun little experiment. Um, yeah, I recommend it to people that want to see if they're allergic or intolerant to something. Like John found out a lot. I found out that you know White Castle sucks, um, <laughs> and also gluten or like bread or whatever makes me like swell up pretty bad, like just bloated, which I'm sure it does a lot of people if you eat a loaf of bread. Right. Did, um, did you feel the like major health benefit? Like I, I feel like every person I talk to about this or keto or anything oh, is like, yes. oh yeah, the first ten days were awful, but then after that, I was just on this on this high. Well, I was, man, I like surprisingly. So so I did all this, and I was like, man, like I felt good, you know, but I didn't feel like I read all this stuff saying, yeah, it was going to be super awesome, whatever. And I mean, it was all right. But then now looking back, like I've done some reading since and some more research and stuff. And I think I substituted a lot of my cravings with fruit because that's the only thing I could have really. And so that's a lot of carbs and a lot of sugar instead of maybe having more like fats and healthy proteins. So I wasn't experiencing as much of the benefits because I felt like I was starving. You know, I think that just wasn't enough like planning maybe on like snacks or whatever. I just ate a lot of like bananas and I was like, this just, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it counts, but I mean, it's better. Like I talk to people that are vegan sometimes and they'll be like, yeah, Oreos are vegan. They don't oh like, God, they they are. Fake. and I'm just like, wow, <laughs> I can be vegan for sure. <laughs> there's yeah. There's like fat vegans or whatever, like the junky vegans that eat. Yeah. Like, you know, chips and Oreos and stuff. I could get on board yeah. with that. Yeah. Count me in. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So we did that. Um, and then, like I said, after that happened, it was like, wow, those are, you know, two extremes or whatever. Let's just find like a happy medium. Um, so I listened to a lot of po- podcasts and 
read a lot of stuff and I came across, um, a book called body love, um, which is basically like anti-dieting book. Right. And so it like tracks your blood sugar instead of like, um, limiting what you eat. So it's like just being able to control. And I think Lee, you probably know about this. Like mom talks about it sometimes. Um, if you can control like how your blood sugar spikes, you won't, you know, store that fat through like, um, your body producing insulin or whatever. Yeah. So like you can eat in moderation and you just make sure like, Hey, if I'm going to have, I don't know this item, you could like substitute something else to go with it to kind of like bring your blood sugar, like balance it out, I guess. Um, so I learned about that a lot about, um, blood sugar and eating enough fats and how sugar makes you fat, not fats and, um, eating like healthy fat and protein and stuff can help you with like immensely. So I've been doing that for, I don't know, like a month now. I do think there's starting to be that kind of swing in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the diet scene. Cause it seemed like there were a lot of crash diets. I mean, in the early 2000s, yes. 90s, stuff like that. I think it really is people starting to realize now that it's like, okay, maybe if you just maybe cut the portion down a little bit and, and try and eat like a little bit healthier. Like it's not rocket science to lose. No. Weight. Yeah. I, I think we've kind of permeated a culture where it feels that way. I think they're just, mm-hmm. people are looking for, okay, how can I eat anything I want as much as I want and get skinny? How do we make this work? <laughs> you quite, you can't quite literally have your cake and eat it too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the appropriate response to that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I oh wish God. I had my laugh track working. Dang it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Coming to us live with a studio audience. It's <laughs> the best. Yeah, that's what this whole book, is. it talks about like diets and fads and stuff and how it's just like set you up for failure and like people want, you know, immediate results or they do like 30 days and then they jump, you know, like me, you know, do 30 days of like extremism and then have White Castle. Like... <laughs> That's not normal either. Like I should be able to eat a well-balanced diet that's normal and not super bad. You know, I'm just so bad at I cannot stop myself with anything. <laughs> there was a half a container of candy corn that's now gone. Oh my! God. I knew I shouldn't have ate it, but it was candy. so good oh, yeah, though. Candy corn, really? Ew! Your mouth must okay. have been so dry. I don't go to the <laughs> store to buy candy. It just shows up sometimes, and I eat it. Oh yeah, <laughs> it really is like eating a sponge. <laughs> no, circus peanuts are like eating a sponge. Oh god, those but are circus good. peanuts are salty. That makes sense. Oh my god, <laughs> candy corn is just, like it's supposed to be sweet. I don't like it. I don't like candy corn. I'm oh. not. Now the pumpkins. Now I'm it's just... the same thing. It does taste better in pumpkin form. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> it's got to be the, the mind's eye. It's the same reason that SpongeBob shaped macaroni and cheese tastes better than regular. Well, then no, that's got more room for cheese. It's got Wait, other... <laughs> I thought we were supposed to be talking about health and nutrition. We're talking <laughs> about junk food. Like, okay, oh, yeah. Man, okay, so I know I did that, but I wouldn't recommend it. There we go. Oh. That's why, like, portion control, especially when it comes to bad stuff. Like, I've got a thing for cheese, like no other. Like, I could probably just eat, you know, nacho cheese fries and nachos all day long. Like, so good. But it, I don't know. It's just 
you know, it doesn't make you feel great. That's what a lot of I'm starting to realize. And a little bit with whole 30 is like, it matters like how you feel. So maybe not focusing so much on like what I like, what's nostalgic or what tastes good, but kind of being like, okay, like what makes me feel good? Because I still have to work eight hours a day. Right. And I don't want to be eating a cheeseburger every day for lunch and falling asleep by two o'clock, three o'clock because I've carb loaded. Yeah. So, yeah. So I just try and like, you know, like I like green smoothies or whatever. I get my protein, fat, fiber in there and like I'm full and I have energy. And so I'm just like, OK, like I'm on board with that. And also, you know, I had a cheeseburger tonight for dinner. No shame. You know, tomorrow I'll have a green smoothie in the morning to, you know, get me going. Would you say that you have to pack your lunch if you're trying to be healthy? It, 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 yeah, especially if let's say you work like the typical eight to five or seven to three or whatever. Um, it, I, I don't see how you can fit in fast food and like the typical. Oh, we're gonna oh, go. Oh yeah, we're gonna either sit down at a place to eat for lunch or I, we're gonna swing I, through a drive-through. I don't know if you can do it. it. I will say this: like one of the most challenging things of Whole Thirty that we did together was just like we couldn't eat out, you know? And I mean, uh, that's a bit extreme. Like you can make healthy choices, like get your dressing on the side of a salad. So you have control over it or like substituting for grilled chicken instead of fried chicken, like stuff like that. But if it comes to like, if you want to eat like clean, clean, like it's very difficult in today's society without like packing lunch or at least like, like oil and vinegar or like bringing your own, stuff or like having the cook you know alter the dish you know what i mean mm -hmm. like you can't you can't really order off the menu not directly yeah no yeah. not really no i chance. mean we even went to a couple healthier places and it still had either like gluten dairy or you know hidden sugars in it that it was like dang like i mean you really can't i, t I think i told you this before leland is even like ibuprofen has sugar in it <laughs> wow, really? It's like, oh, I can't even take medicine. Like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. It It's difficult to avoid bad stuff these days. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, so I have a Coke addiction for sure. Like oh there's gosh, something about, <laughs> yeah, it's something about like, just, especially after, like it's the worst thing is after exercising, I just want like the no, feel of like a Sprite. I know. So I'm trying to drink so these. not refreshing though. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I down water afterwards, but so I've started, I've, I've started drinking these, uh, Le Creux, as I like to call them. Oh, the Le Crons. Yes. The yes. Le yes. Um, and my only problem with them is they advertise that it is, uh, this is a lemon flavored sparkling water mm. uh, and it tastes like something that was made that had a lim a lemon in the room with it. Exactly. But I don't know if the lemon was ever added. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty that. sure that there was a lemon around when this was made. Oh, <laughs> even if someone was just thinking that they wanted it made of a lemon, because yeah. it, I mean, yeah, they really don't taste like anything. They, they taste like carbonated water. They can say whatever they want. People swear by them. I, I don't know. Uh, I've never really jumped just, on It tastes like the I'm Sprite ran out of syrup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'm forcing myself to drink it 100%, though. I do not, do not enjoy it. Well, if it gives you like that fix it, i guess carbonated but yeah they're not great uh, <laughs> they taste bad i don't feel as bad drinking them i mean it's got zero anything it's just carbonated water and then yep. like i said i think somebody looked at a lemon and then went into work <laughs> 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 i was 
thinking about lemons, so let's call it that. Yeah, this is a lemon one. They could put anything they wanted to. They could put like toothpaste flavor. Oh in my it. god, they would. Same as a lemon. What if they just say it's lemon flavor, but it's all placebo? It's all yeah. just part of sparkling water. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll put it in a little yellow can. We'll call it lemon. It's lemon oh liqueur. The people at liqueur are probably like dying. They're like these idiots buying all the different flavors. <laughs> just water. Yeah. You could say it tasted like a chewed up ink pen and it would taste exactly the same as this lemon one. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't believe you drink a Coke after working out. That's just, I mean, hey, do whatever. But it's it's always, a, it's always a Sprite. No Coke. Oh, always Sprite. A Sprite. Okay. okay. Yes. It's interesting. <laughs> Not as bad. I'll do a beer it's, once in a while. <laughs> I mean, I could get on board with like a beer, maybe like those beer runs or something, but like pop, I'd be like, dehydrated like i feel like my mouth would be like dry mm-hmm. like ugh. I, I really do think and the, the Lacroix is taking the place just because it's it's crisp i'll, I'll give it that it's mm-hmm. very crisp and that's what i enjoy <laughs> about it but speaking about like the beers after um after working out this is this is going to probably be my role on the pod, uh, podcast is just being like yeah i read a thing one time <laughs> that, that said that beer after workout really not that bad like obviously you don't need to think like 50 cores lights and be like man how am i not a bodybuilder but <laughs> one i've heard is like not really that bad brooke you're the expert here huh. yeah yeah um i've actually heard a lot of things about um small amounts of alcohol that is totally fine yeah um like so like I a six pack is that okay no i'd say like yeah, maybe like probably too much too much beer like one beer or like two beers every couple days or something. Like I read something about like wine is supposed to be kind of good for you in small dosage. Like I'm sure anything. Well, no, I shouldn't say that, but like, you know, everything in moderation is supposed to be like, anything's good in small dosage. That's not true. <laughs> Heroin. <laughs> One of microdose crack cocaine. That's probably fine. Cocaine. Yeah. Just like a little, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm sure it's, fine i've read i've read similar things totally okay. so is hard liquor bad how bad is that for you um they say actually i had a friend that told me that i think tequila is supposed to be the best or like Ooh. the healthiest liquor for you yeah clear liquors yeah. are this is coming from bartending experience clear liquors <laughs> are usually better for you huh. um that's not saying you should, you know, slam uh, <laughs> LITs because they're all clear liquors. It's like, oh, it's just like a green smoothie. Um, <laughs> oh, God. But I, I mean, I would say beer is probably the worst on that. Yeah. On that. Well, maybe champagne. Champagne has a lot of sugar in it. Yeah. And well, and so does, I mean, wine does too. Yeah. But yeah, beer has a lot of calories in it. But yeah, if you're, I mean, if you're trying to ball on a, you know, health whatever liquor you know yeah liquor's the way to go you know get you drunk faster too yeah (laughs) you'll forget you're on a diet (laughs) yep yep i had this i had this guy um i didn't work with him but he worked at a bar down the street um and he he was like man i've lost 15 pounds i was like jesus doing (laughs) what like i saw you last week you hadn't lost 15 pounds and he was like, I quit drinking Coors Light. I only drink tequila now. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So that's my health advice. Just drink tequila. <laughs> Just drink straight liquor. <laughs> okay, the fun part, fun story about when I was doing keto hardcore where I wasn't cheating at all. Oh, gosh. Um, we went out to eat 
like at Longhorn, I was going to get a steak and I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'll get a I'll get a margarita to go with this <laughs> since we're celebrating something. But I was like almost drunk. drunk. It oh. didn't help that it took him forever to bring me my food. So I downed it and I forgot Weird. that when you don't have when you don't have bread in your stomach or anything to absorb, it goes right to your bloodstream. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't think about that. So you get drunk easier. Oh God. Save some money. <laughs> yeah. It's all the benefits of dieting. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, well, well, I'm trying to think of what else is new with me with diet stuff. Um, like I said, blood sugar and stuff. I'm big on like um, using, I guess, like holistic treatments or thing like healthy, natural ways of doing things. Um like for instance, like cinnamon can help lower your blood sugar and stuff. And I'm really interested in like, um, things to help with like acne or your hormones or how you feel like I'm totally into that. So I've been doing a lot of research just on, you know, preventing cancers by eating blueberries and antioxidants and stuff like that. Um, I think is really important, especially nowadays where you can, you know, get anything from anything. Yeah, pretty much. Literally anything. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Oh, thank you. Uh, The court, like, talking about the acne thing, I'll say from personal experience, like, I remember I tried when I was growing up, like, every single one of the, oh, yeah, like, TV things. And then my mom, she joined that pyramid scheme, essential oils. It's absolutely a pyramid scheme. (laughs) I will not. Mom's like, mom will be like, no, it's, it's fine. I have people over me. And then there's people oh, under. Oh. It's like, yeah, oh. that's, <laughs> that's the shape of a pyramid. <laughs> yeah. like, all right, so draw it out for me. All right, there's five people under. <laughs> but anyway, when I, that stuff does work, whether it's a pyramid or whether it's not, like yeah. the essential oils did wonders on cleaning up my face. Like, I really do think there's something that, to that. I've heard, uh, yeah, I actually, it was a while back, but I learned for the first time, I was like blown away because I was like, what? Like, every acne thing is to like dry out your skin or whatever and like it doesn't work it sucks for your skin the things that work are putting oils on your skin so like good oils will help your face not be like oily like it it tripped me out so bad i was like i'm so confused they're like yeah you rub like essential oils on your face and then you have no acne i'm like but you're oily it's like no but you're not (laughs) like i'm so confused We've been it's lied like to. Your body's not having to make more. It's yes, like it's not oh. having to overproduce because it's like, yeah. oh, I've got enough, it and so it doesn't also. clog your pores because it's, it's trying to crazy. manufacture so much. Yeah. I know, and like no one knows that. Like I, well, I didn't. We're break. This is breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> this is live from the studio. <laughs> exactly. It's if you have acne, do you have acne? <laughs> mm-hmm. We're going to be sponsored by Duterte yes. now. <laughs> As long as we join in as a distributor, we'll be sponsored by Nutera. Oh, my gosh. Hey, speaking of pyramid schemes, too, I was going to oh say um, I did a pyramid scheme, uh, I don't know, two years ago. I still use For some fun? of their products. Um, Arbonne. 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 I know people that are doing that, too. Oh, is my that, God. Is there anything to that? Yes, it is 110% awesome. Like, hmm. Like, oh my God, like the lady that I have, she's like, please sell it. And I'm like, no, like I will not be part of a pyramid scheme, but the, they have these pea protein powders and stuff. This is kind of like where I started to get kicked into high gear of like health stuff because they have, I mean, some of their stuff's a little junky. Like I read the back of the 
packaging. I ask her questions about it because I'm like, it still kind of has sugar, but like not really. Um, but it worked. I mean, I lost like 30 pounds um, and it was really awesome. And I felt really, really good. Um, I was doing the whole diet plan thing with like their um, what supplements or whatever, um, which was expensive, which is why, you know, I'm not doing that. And it's not sustainable because, you know, you always have to be using their products then to, you know, and it does it somehow. Yeah. But I mean, it taught me a lot, you know, to put almond butter in my shakes as like a healthy fat source or whatever, um, that I still use today. But I mean, I still like, I'm like, hell yeah. Like Arbonne was good, like pyramid scheme, but it worked and they had good stuff, good recipes. Yeah. You can be, you can have like what is typically known as a slummy business model and still not be selling like a bad product. Like, no, yeah, it was a good product. Just I'm sure like your acne mess and stuff. <laughs> I'm just thinking in my head that it's like a, it's like a sweatshop, but like all the kids have benefits. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, it's yeah, we have, butt. <laughs> we have to work 18 hours a day, but man, we get time and a half after eight and we have all have health benefits. Our family, like we get paternal leave. <laughs> There's no air conditioning and the plant's 190 degrees. <laughs> Yesterday, a guy sewed up his hand. But other than that, it's pretty good. It's great. It's great. The products really work. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All yeah, right. But- We're uh, approaching the time. So, any last words? Um, <laughs> before, we, before we ship you off. Gosh, a lot of, yeah. <laughs> here. Well, uh, There's also this cat in my room that's trying to touch the cables that could unplug. That is so weird because I also have a cat in the room that is like trying to jump up on my desk. I'm permanently alone. (laughs) I have no pets. (laughs) Uh, They won't allow me to have pets in my apartment. And I don't have ghosts anymore because I saged the place. You had a ghost? Why would you do that? No, I didn't. I didn't have one, but just in case. Well, not now. (laughs) Yeah, I surprised them with sage. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. I saw it for cheap. Did it? I mean, did it make your apartment smell nice, though? Uh, it did. My, uh, I found out, like, it helped me isolate the source that my uh, my food processor wasn't working correctly. Um, so, like, it got the demon out of my food processor. Oh my gosh! So sage absolutely works. All right. Um, sage is also really uh, great for health and nutrition. <laughs> So not only for ghosts, but also for digestion. I threw up the oop and she slammed that thing. That was awesome. <laughs> Sports Center top ten highlight right there. I feel like I cheated though. I have Google near me. <laughs> well, that's all right. But I really do like like all kinds of herbs and spices, man. Like I'm one that's like it comes in the earth, so like freaking use it. Like I'm all for medicine too, but like, man, we got some cool stuff here on Earth. Like, dang. Yeah, it can, you can, people stayed alive for a long time without synthetics. <laughs> they, they sure did. <laughs> did a pretty good job. That's very true. <laughs> Humanity culminated into making me. <laughs> yeah, we are here. Yeah, now saying, you guys are awesome. <laughs> Woo! All right, well, I feel better. Yeah, that was good. And wow, I can't believe you, um, th- well, you thought you had a ghost and then tried to get rid of it. I didn't even really think I had a ghost. I saw the sage on sale. Like, oh, there I, didn't, you I didn't even get it from like a witch store. I got it from Kroger. Like, hey, better safe than sorry. Hey, yeah, isn't that what um you guys seen Supernatural where they use their iodized salt? Um, yeah. Yeah, table salt. <laughs> I assume uh, do, that works do it for real. Ghost remedies. 
I would like to think that works for real, and I keep it in the house not to consume, but in case of to ghosting. make a circle around your bed. Yes, <laughs> but I have my pink Himalayan salt for my food. <laughs> Even more deadly. They probably wouldn't like that. They'd be like, "Oh my god, it's healthy!" Like, <laughs> yeah, obese. The ghost. better option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cool. It's been nice uh, chatting with you about food and such. Yeah, Brooke. Sorry, uh-huh. I didn't remember that we've met twice. I, dude, uh, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, totally, Dylan. He's like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm yeah, Leela's friend. That's my bad. That's my bad. I said the first time we'd ever talked. Definitely not true. <laughs> I just Leland's wedding and just went. You no, know, I'm I'm pretty sure well, yeah, that down one... the aisle together. Hold up, like you were like my parents. Yeah, I think I was your escort. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> We were just all so wasted. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, I was punch drunk on love. (laughs) And also, I think I was um, concentrating so hard on not sweating. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think me too. (laughs) I was wearing gray. You You put me in a very difficult situation. Oh, my gosh. For Grayly, I'm just saying. It was not my choice. <laughs> well, yeah, true. Carrie, Carrie put me in a very difficult situation for Gray. <laughs> All right. She was sure making she everyone suffer with her because she was wearing that that big dress that she had to wear. Yeah, she. I didn't dress, man. Those things get hot. That thing looked like it had insulation in it. Like. <laughs> All right, let's land this plane. Since it's September, uh, we're going to, in our conspiracy update with uh, Jabronius. Jabronius, how you doing? I'm doing just good. Thank you. So we're going to go over, you know, what are some pieces of evidence around September 11th that just seem kind of fishy to you? Because I, I assume, you know, you have some questions about whether, who was involved, who knew what, that sort of stuff. Oh, that's good. I haven't looked at 9-11 stuff in a while, but it's a it's a sad one to talk about, right? Yep. That was, yeah. I went to the 9-11. Uh, the uh, memorial, that place is surreal, but conspiracies and myths? You mean oh, yes. like, was there even a plane at all? Was it all just explosions? Yeah, I don't know. That's the that's the fishiest one at all. Cause there's quite a bit of videos that show that there may have not been planes, and that they were added by CGI later. <laughs> yeah, I remember this. I remember you were talking. This was probably like the last thing you were looking into. Uh, last time we checked in on this subject. But you're right. I think you were saying something that like uh, the footage that has the plane in it. How long after it supposedly happened did that footage come out? Uh, this documentary I watched showed that uh, it was it was really interesting. You could I'll have to give you a link, but 
they they set up the whole story showing you know eyewitness reports, eyewitness, eyewitness of these people on the ground talking about explosions, explosions, explosions. And it wasn't really until later they were like, oh, it was a plane, it was a plane, and um, it was like something like six hours after the first footage of a plane flying into the side. You couldn't actually see the plane hitting it, but the documentary I saw showed the, that very classic video where you see the plane fly into the building, actually flying yeah. into the building. That one came out like, according to this documentary, like six hours after the original or when it happened, and it got fishier. It was the like head of uh, like what was it? Gra- like basically graphic or maybe a digital arts video uh a and v basically uh, audio and visual visual professor at i think mit is the person who submitted it according to this documentary hmm. yeah and i pretty, uh that's pretty fishy right there i remember looking at the footage when it came out it just looked like a big gray plane. Like, there was no detail to it. I found that kind of weird. I'm like, you know, if this was like an airline, they're pretty colorful. You know, Southwest is like all blue. Um, you got cool decorations on the tail fins, all this kind of stuff. I didn't see any of that. Yeah, there's a bunch of videos I've seen that are, aren't documentaries that are like, oh, 9-11, they call it a ghost plane. Say, so, you know, it's there's like... People slow it down, and they show where, like, the wing clips behind a building where it could have been poorly done. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's some people that get into uh, the whole... Uh, they, they, they go all full-on metallurgists on it, you know, is, yeah. is the, uh, the steel of the beams of the, the towers where they... Could they the airplane fuel get hot enough to even creep or weaken to a yield yield uh, point of the steel or not? Um, that's another interesting topic. Yeah, I remember seeing a video where they showed it was like a a fighter jet. They're saying, and it for a test thing, they just crashed it into a cement wall that wasn't wasn't super thick, but and it just disintegrates. You know, when it's going that fast, it just disintegrates on contact. It wouldn't fly straight through the building and out the other side like we like we see. That just seems kind of silly. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of people that show, like, what happens when a 747 just hits birds or something. And it's like yeah. the, the nose of the plane is, like, heavily damaged. Yeah, but, it's uh, crazy. But yet the plane flies through aluminum and steel beams or steel beams on the building and through the frame and uh, you know just kind of clearly cuts through I don't know it wouldn't it's, it's such a terrible thing but it wouldn't surprise me if it was just explosions or something yeah you know I don't look I, have you looked into it I haven't looked into it enough. Um, 
I did watch a video that kind of, and it might have been a documentary, maybe the same one you watched, looking at the the plane being added in, that it was easily possible. And then, so since we're on the subject of missing planes, it, the Pentagon one's even more fishy, where we don't have any video. There was somebody posted, it was on like Above Top Secret or something, a like frame by frame of like some camera in like a parking toll booth or something and you get one frame of it just looks like a skinny white thing it doesn't really look like a plane to me but everyone says it's a plane and says there the case is closed but yo dude what are you talking about I'm about to debunk you man according to popular mechanics okay debunk me yep so it has some of the conspiracy theories from just the Pentagon, right? Talking yeah. about one is big planes, small holes. Okay. Which I remember that. People used to talk about the aftermath, the cleanup pictures being like, wow, look at those small holes. How could that a plane cause that? Yeah. And I guess that's what they're alluding to is how does a plane 125 feet wide and 155 feet long uh, make a hole which is only 16 feet across. Hey, these are legit questions. Yeah, uh, of course. You know, geometry here. And then uh, popular mechanics as fact. When American Airlines Flight 77 hit the Pentagon's exterior wall, it created a hole approximately 75 feet wide, according to the Pentagon Building Performance Report. So there you go. They answered that one for you. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. And then they go on to talk about, you know, a crashing jet does punch a cartoon-like outline of itself into a reinforced concrete building. Okay, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Right, let's go find some other good ones. I guess people claim that there was intact windows. They said many Pentagon windows remained in one piece, even those just above the portion of impact what some people claim they claim that the photograph showing intact windows directly above the crash that prove a missile hmm. like that and then popular mechanics says fact they just say fact <laughs> the windows near the impact area did indeed survive the crash but that's what the windows were supposed to do they're blast resistant oh Gotcha, Lee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's here's a good one. I've seen this one a bunch. It says, the debris. There was no plane wreckage at the Pentagon. In, in fact, a 757 was never found, claim some conspiracy theorist. I've seen that one a bunch. You know, a lot of yeah. people talk about that. But then Popular Mechanics says, <laughs> Of course. <laughs> find what they say he says so and so this person here blah 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 was the first structural engineer to arrive at the pentagon after the crash and help coordinate the emergency response it was absolutely a plane they said i saw the marks of a plane wing on the building uh, so it's a this is a person's testimony i got it and then they said i picked up parts of the plane with the airline markings on them I held it in my hand. Facts. I found the black box, she said. <laughs> Facts. 
So that's a pretty weak fat, uh, debunk there on that last one, actually. Yeah. Ooh. It's just... Yeah, the, bla- the blast window was a good debunk. Gotcha. Blast window. <laughs> you know. Man. Plane debris, though, you know. It could be set up. They could have placed it all out there. It's just... And there's no, I don't know about that one. I, there's no other footage. That's so weird. It is weird. I, I've, I've seen some of the old like videos of it where they had like the security videos. Yeah. That supposedly saw some stuff. Mm-hmm. But the footage was so bad, right? It's like 480p, crappy, black and white. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's part of the problem. That was a long time ago. Technology was a little shitty back then. Yeah, but not know. shitty enough to make uh, fake airplanes, though. Yeah. But, all right, so the back to the... Let's talk about the collapse a little bit. Okay. Good. So you had mentioned, you know... That's, you know, that's kind of the running joke, though, is jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Ha! Mm-hmm. So, can it? Oh, I got more from Popular Mechanics. They go into this, too. Oh, God. All right. No, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, we could talk about my crazy theories or stuff I've seen, but this is kind of kind of <laughs> classic. Okay. I mean, the topic, melted steel, right? Uh, claim we've been lied to says conspiracy theorist the first lie was that the load of fuel from the aircraft was the cause of the structural failure uh, or kerosene fire can uh, cannot burn hot enough to melt steel proof of a controlled demolition is what conspiracy theorists say that's kind of what we were alluded to earlier right that's like one of the most popular right yeah i mean okay popular mechanic says fact <laughs> okay jet fuel burns around 800 to 1500 Fahrenheit. that's not hot enough to melt 27 per steel at 2750 degrees however Experts agree that the tower collapsed. Their steel frames didn't need to melt. They just had to leave some of their structure. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, they call that creep. You know, usually like I think thirty something percent. I can't remember what it was. You know, of a temperature of its melting point will cause it to lose structural integrity. I learned that in engineering. Okay. Uh, they're saying I've never seen melted steel in a building fire. Says. New York deputy fire chief. Oh, that's a good, mm. that's a good, uh, good saying. I'm still trying to get to where they debunk it. <laughs> what happens is that the steel tries to expand it, but when it can no longer expand, it sags surrounding concrete cracks. Okay, okay. Steel loses about fifty percent of its strength at eleven hundred degrees F. So, okay. So it's about half as strong, they say. Um, trying to find where they're telling, debunking this. The jet fuel wasn't the only thing burning, they said. Oh. 
And one of the seven structural engineers and fire experts that consulted said that while the jet fuel was the catalyst for the fires, the resulting inferno was intensified by the materials inside the buildings, the rugs, the curtains, the furniture, the paper. Okay. <laughs> the jet fuel was the ignition source, but it may be, but it burned for maybe 10 minutes and the towers were still standing in 10 minutes. It was the rest of the stuff burning that was responsible for the heat transfer that them down that day. And that's what they claim is their fact. That's it. That's so... Okay. Uh... okay, so they think it got up to... This is their reports. They In the report, they think it got up to 1,832F, which is... Still not 2750 to melt, but it's high enough, they say, to lose structural integrity of the steel. They and, think it oh. caused it to maybe expand, then caused the concrete to crack. And that's what caused the buildings to basically do a perfect <laughs> demolition. Yeah, so, okay, I, I would expect to see, you know, there being some issues with the building crumbling, cracking towards the top where this happened. But no, it was down in seconds. That's crazy, man. I don't know. I, I don't know if they debunked that one. That's a decent sign. I guess, it, you know, they're using what we know about jet fuel and what we know about steel. But they still really don't know what happened. Exactly. And they formed a scientific hypothesis, right? So, yeah. You know hate to say the only way to prove it would be to try to build something similar and yeah. recreate it, right? Uh, with the what you think is the uh, the inputs. Gosh, that's crazy. Anyways. Um, not even to mention Tower 7. Yeah, Clearly a controlled that demolition. That one. <laughs> oh, they got that. Alright, lay some yeah. facts on me. <laughs> yep. WT7. <laughs> It says WTC seven collapse seven hours. I'm glad they throw a little fact or like time and stuff in here. It says seven hours after the two towers fell, the 47 story WTC collapse collapsed. According to 9/11, video clearly shows that this was not a collapse subsequent to a fire, but rather a controlled demolition. According to conspiracy theorists, right? Yeah. They have another section here called Firestorm. It says, uh, the Tower 7 stands amid the rubble of the recent collapsed Twin Towers, damaged by fallen debris. The building then endures a fire that rages for hours. Experts say this combination, not demolition, led to roofline kinks that signal the seven, Tower 7's progressive collapse. So it's just a lot of good hypotheses and theories, right? Okay, yeah. their fact. Here's their fact. Many conspiracy theorists point to FEMA's preliminary report, which said that there was relatively light damage to Tower 7 compared to its collapse. Interesting, but FEMA report says that. Okay? Hmm. This is with the benefit of more times and resources, the NIS researchers now support the working hypothesis that Tower 7 was far more compromised by fallen debris than the FEMA report showed. 
The most important thing we found was that there was, in fact, physical damage to the south face of the building. I mean, they go on. Okay. Okay, so it was damage. Kind of them saying, "Hey, we believe a combination of transpired severe structural damage contributed to the collapse." And it's based off uh, this report, this NIST report, some of this FEMA report, talking about debris from the wind tower. Uh, so some damage and some fire made it fall down perfectly. Just okay. Yeah. Okay. No. No. They go, they're they right. They're right. They're right. That's fact. That's fact. fact. They go on a little longer talking about more, you know, fires. How long some fires lasted and stuff. I don't know, dude. So I'm so, thinking about this stuff too much, man. So here, here's here's one thing. It's that I just watched this hour seven collapse. It's so insane. <laughs> popular mechanic felt the need to go through and debunk all of these and so did a lot of other people which just kind of if we said aliens tore down the World Trade Center would the people debunk that? no because it sounds ridiculous right? so there's I think there's some credibility to the questions we ask Right, so, and the, like there's so there's so much stuff coming against it. Kind of suspicious. Yeah, it is suspicious. So, yeah, it is. It it, it goes down so clean. It's like it goes down so clean that even Joe Rogan that- was questioning it. <laughs> That uh, this video just said it fell in six and a half seconds. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's. Now, when I see buildings on fire, so many people died. It's terrible. But like you'd expect, you know, bits and pieces to start falling down here and there, and all this stuff. Nothing like that happened. That's why it's weird. I'm just, I'm just curious. Just, I mean, yeah, most people don't. Most people don't want to watch that stuff anymore. Much like yeah, it's a little dated. But it's usually uh, a conspiracy that is like a gateway for a lot of people. They start seeing that, and then they get farther down the rabbit. The rabbit. Yeah. Now I had a theory about the towers that kind of is a little reasonable and it was the idea that maybe these towers have demolition charges built in in the event that something happens to prevent it from damaging other buildings nearby and I've never I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that and it's just like okay it looks like this tower is going to start you know falling over on a bunch of buildings next door let's just let's just pull it now to avoid that so it's a clean collapse versus a, a a messy one now the reason they don't want you to know that is one they don't want to know people that are inside they don't want them to know that they're sitting on a bunch of explosives and then yeah um also they may have pulled the tower while there were still people in there 
but maybe the loss of life would have been worse if they didn't, you know. But the public can't know those kind of things. Just a thought. The one that doesn't sound too crazy. It's not like, you know, Bush did it or anything like that. It's just kind of, you know, maybe. Right. It's hard to say. It's terrible. I think, uh, I feel like I've heard that before and maybe it was from you, but uh, I think um, the idea of there already being pre-planted stuff and just nobody knowing about it except the, the chief maintenance officer of the building or something. Yeah. And he, he gets the call from the mayor who's like, drop it yeah and then there's like the, the more hardcore conspiracy theorists will just be like that they saw suspicious people coming in weeks before that were placing the charges you know that that's that's more conspiratorial mine's more of like a practicality kind of thing yeah for the greater good type stuff and did, yeah. did it not have any fire suppression systems in it never really asked that question Good question i mean that airplane just hit them all you know knocked them all out that's a good point that too you know though it's like don't they usually have their water sprinklers and you know i guess the water you know it's hot right burning at what they say yeah 1500 f or whatever 10,000 f but the water wouldn't yeah it seems kind of be, i don't know if that's in there i'm not, maybe you gotta look at these reports. Maybe it talks about that. Yeah. Those are the facts. facts. Those are the facts. Somebody work hard on that report. <laughs> NIST report. I'm gonna have to look up that. The 9-11 NIST NIST. Final reports from NIST. The NIST World Trade Center investigation. We'll read it all online. You can read every. Oh, it's pretty big. Got a lot of stuff in there. Hmm. Passive fire protection. There's stuff about that in there. Download paper. Has the authors. Oh yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Hmm. This report deals with the passive fire protection used in the World Trade Center. I mean, there. That's your answer right there. Okay. This is a. 320 this is just about passive fire protection this report looks like it's have a ton of these little sections in it and you can actually read this 326 pages though dude you're not getting through that yeah it's just, <laughs> just how they want you to a building codes hmm. the specific thickness of fire resistant materials Is it just filled up with science mumbo jumbo? Probably. From reading it, they know it's so yeah. thick <laughs> that you'll never even look at it. We'll just make it so okay, long, they'll stop asking questions. <laughs> oh, there's some cool stuff in there, actually. Oh, yeah, there's some data. They did some experiments. They did a bunch of tests on materials. Can't be questioning stuff, man. <laughs> They prove you wrong in this NIST report. Fireproofing. There, actually, I, this report's got a lot of stuff. Fire test of single office workstation. 
Okay, I get all these tests and stuff. Are they? Did they? It looks like they computer simulations of fires in the World Trade Center tower. They did a lot of homework here, man. Maybe it was just hot. Maybe it was just hot paper. That just man, that just seems crazy. Here's here's a good one. NIST NC Star One Visual evidence damage estimates and time. It's got to be a good report right there. This report summarizes the collection and analysis of visual material. What it says. You can download all these on here on NIST.gov. All right. You folks listening, check it out. Somebody else read it for us. I don't feel like reading all of it. Yeah. Good stuff. I just like the conspiracy theories, you know. They're interesting. Questioning things. Analysis of aircraft impacts in the World Trade Center towers. That's there's a, eight chapters of that. Dang. Yeah, there's a lot. I'll bookmark that. I mean that's that's your go to book right there. When people try to tell you Lee that you're crazy for thinking this and that you should just believe the story and pull up this to them, you tell them. I will, man. I will. Yeah, you gotta you gotta tell them about maintenance and modifications. Yep, some good stuff there. All right, plenty of stuff to look into. Well. We're going to wrap up this segment here. Okay. We'll have Jabronius back again at some point for sure. I don't know what the theme will be for, for any other stuff. Yeah. About, so. No. Evolution or something. Yeah. But yeah. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Fact. No questions like can be it asked. Just says, it just says fact. I love it. Fun to note that it did say fact. Jet fuel cannot melt steel beams, but burning papers can. So, on that note... And it wasn't even that. <laughs> burning papers couldn't either. It was just, they get hot enough to weaken it. No, that's it. That's what they said. It gets hot enough to weaken it. Man. <sighs> yep. I want to do a movie conspiracy stuff. All right, know, yeah. Which I know uh, you guys have talked about for like Wizard of Oz and other movies and stuff. For sure. Yeah. We'll do we'll do that on the next time we get you on for the conspiracy part. But yeah. Peace out, guys. Peace out. All right, so to close our, our podcast out, we're just going to see what everyone's been into lately. The movies you've seen, games you're playing, books you read, that kind of stuff. So whoever wants to go first, knock yourself out. Uh, I cede the floor to you. All right, I'll go. Um, let's see. I've been doing a lot of drawing and a little bit of writing. Uh, made the switch to digital art from paper, and like that makes... A world of difference because now I got all my colors. I got 
you know, I don't have just like a pencil and a pen. Now I got like 10 different pencils and 10 different pens and spray paint and markers and so all. You don't have spray. to go to Michael's every uh, Hell no, dude. I would go every paycheck. I would I go to Michael's on um, like the Friday I got paid and I would drop like 30 or 40 bucks on art supplies that I was just like, I need this to make like, you know, this one thing. I still don't think I even have like a decent set of primary colored pencils. And like now, I don't even need that because I just yeah, that's push nice. the thing and then choose. So yeah, I'm making comics eventually. All that's right, that's deal. exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, what have I been into? I don't know. I, I'm kind of still adjusting to the new job a little bit. A lot of times in the afternoon, I've been playing a lot more Overwatch. Um, but that's only I've been playing it on the Xbox, and that's only because like all my buddies from home play it on Xbox. Yeah. So I bought the Xbox Live to, to fend off the um, the ever-encroaching loneliness of living in an apartment with no windows. Oh, so No windows. Oh. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. It, it does have windows, but they're non-functioning, basically. Oh, yeah. One of them looks out into, like, the underground, <laughs> basically. And the other one looks out into a very dense forest. Oh, so no light gets in there either. So... That's I just really keep cool. the blinds closed and live in the dark. Hey, just drink a lot of orange juice offset the, the vitamin yeah. C. <laughs> yeah. Co- conveniently, the, the Kroger next door uh, has freshly squeezed. You can go over there and, like, you can put the orange in the machine. That Like, let's say you pick out oh, an orange. Oh, that's cool. What? Yeah, big fan of that. I'm a big fan of that, actually. Dang, dude. I, I, I wouldn't think something so trivial would matter to me, but it definitely did. I was like, no, this is dope as fuck. (laughs) I'm going to put an orange in this thing, and then it goes through this little, like, uh, connects blocks tube, and then I watch it get punched, and juice comes out of it. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, And then other other than that, I'm getting through um, all all of Ernest Hemingway's stuff. I've I've kind of set, like, a personal goal that I just want to read all of his. I read For Whom the Bell Tolls as I uh, gallivanted around Europe in the summer. Oh, which doesn't really fit because now I'm reading, uh, um, well, shit. Um, the Sun Also Rises, which is about gallivanting around Europe. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's what's going on with me. All right, that's cool. We'll have to do one of these episodes so you can brief us on your trip in Europe. Yeah, that would be, cool. be cool. I don't think any of us yeah. have been there. So. Yeah, um, took, took lots of trains. <laughs> For me, I just I started reading. Bobby told me to read this. It's a okay. It's a like sixteen book series. It's fantasy novels. He said read it Jesus. by Robert Jordan, and I'd never heard of him before. First one's called Eye of the World. And okay, he, holy crap! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Robert Jordan is the name of the main character from For Whom the Bell Tolls. So you and I are on the same <laughs> level. Oh, right now. Oh. yeah, yeah. That's weird. Sorry. sorry, sorry. Uh, (laughs) So it's fantasy. Um, He said it was better than Lord of the Rings in his mind. And I'm a big fan of those books. So I was like, I doubt it. So I read it. Got to the first book last night. It's actually really good. I do recommend it. So um, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. I still like Lord of the Rings better. It's just the air about it. It's just, I don't know, something about it. I can never nail it down. But there's only, you know, three three books, and then there's some extra ones you can read, too, and then you're kind of done. So if you want something else to fill the rest of your life, there's all these 16 books. So 
I'll keep reading. Book. I'll keep reading those. And then TV shows. I just finished. Uh, it's based on the Stephen King book. Oh, I'm drawing a blank now. It's on Hulu. Castle Rock. Castle Rock. I've heard of that one. Highly recommended. Um, yeah. So that's what I've been into. Right. And so that's the end of our first show. This one will probably be a little longer than our regular episodes. We're just kind of trying a bunch of stuff out. So um, you can just comment on, like, the Do You Believe Twitter page and be like, you, we like this part and this part and we hated this part. Uh, and then we'll, we can kind of adjust accordingly. But we're just trying to feel out what we're good at. So Everything that I said was great. Everybody else really sandbagging me right now. Yeah. That's what that's what the comments that's what all the comments are going to say. I can feel it already. All right, so Dylan's so, new solo show will be up next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about trains all we want, baby. And with so. that, we're out with the theme music. Oh, yeah. Bye, guys. Here is a list of just a few of the things that really get on my nerves. Okay, um, the syrup cap when it gets sticky. You know what I'm talking about when you pour the syrup and then you close the lid and then your hand gets sticky in turn because you've touched it. I hate that. I hate traffic in general, just in general, texting and driving, but only the people that won't go when the light is green. Like, are you kidding me? Um, people that walk slowly, <laughs> just in general, it's, you get stuck behind those people and you're like, come on. Um, automated sales calls. Those are the worst. Um, when Siri misunderstands me, that is infuriating. I mean, why even have technology? Um, I really hate when my nose is stuffy. It really pisses me off a lot. Um, I hate forgetting my yoga mat for a yoga class. Um, bugs. <laughs> um, I super hate when my downstairs neighbors smoke and I can't use my porch. I hate people breathing and chewing <laughs> and just being people. I just have a lot of feelings. And uh, yeah, those are the things that, uh, that drive me nuts. All right, here's something that'll ruin your day. You just finished putting the hot, freshly toasted bread out of the toaster onto your plate, and you pull off the cover of the butter dish, and what do you find? A bunch of freaking crumbs all over everything, all caked over the butter. Who does this? Are you saving it for later? I just spent two long minutes toasting this bread, and I'll be damned if your nasty-ass breadcrumbs are going to come anywhere near my freshly toasted bread. I'm left with no choice but to cut off a huge chunk of the butter and throw it away. If we have a butter shortage in the future, the crumbs are on your hands. Don't you hate it when the guy that's hosting the podcast doesn't intro you in to your own anger rant? That shit drives me crazy. <laughs> okay, my rant... I don't have to deal with it anymore, so it's not a big deal, and I haven't had to think about this for a minute, but it still bugs me to death. In school, there's a form called the FAFSA form, and I don't know if this was just a St. Louis thing, but when I was trying to uh, uh, you know, go through school in St. Louis, everyone there called it FAFSA. It's, it's, it's FAFSA, you know? It's, it's five letters. Yeah, it's fine. I just had to make sure. And it's like, man, they're all in capitals, too. And it's clearly 
F-A-F-S-A, and everyone calls it FASFA, and it sounds absolutely stupid as shit. I'm gonna talk. I'm, I'm actually gonna rant a little bit about myself. Very topical, right there. I think I've been leaning on that uh, that accent as a crutch here lately. Anytime I go to make a joke, I immediately go out to whatever that like Jersey accent is. Uh, I am not from Jersey. I've met like one person from Jersey in my entire life, uh, and that's not fair to Jerseyans, even though they sound ridiculous. This show was brought to you by the Do You Believe Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at DYB underscore podcast. Requests and comments can be sent to requests at doyoubelievepodcast.com.